I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Rays Radio Network proudly presents This Week in Rays Baseball. Here's your host, Neil Solons. If you ask people why the Rays have been so successful over the past 15-plus years, collaboration and cooperation jump right to the top. And that's what you'll also see in this podcast. Rays pitching continues to be among the best in the game, and we're about to take you behind the scenes to show you why. The collaboration and cooperation for this show come from a number of people, starting with pitching coach Kyle Snyder, plus pitchers Tyler Glasnow, Shane McClanahan, and Drew Rasmussen, and maybe most important, the work of Jacob Lovelace, Caitlin Young, in Creative Services. Kyle became the pitching coach of the Rays in 2018, and since that point, aside from the lockout and pandemic, he's traveled throughout the offseason to see his pitchers in person. Whether it's Seattle, Washington, or Alvin, Texas, or Charlotte, North Carolina, Snyder has made time to play catch, watch a bullpen session, or just break bread. And I can tell you, this is not common practice in the game, and an important story to tell. So Kyle agreed to take some video and photos of his trips, and for a local session, Caitlin mic'd him up on his ride to Tropicana Field and asked the important questions. Plus, Tyler, Shane, and Drew shed some light on what these visits mean. First, let's begin with how these trips came about. All right, off we go. In 2018, um, uh, the first year uh, on the job, that off season, uh, you know, I consulted with you know quite a few coaches that I'd had over the, the course of my playing career, um, even other mentors outside the game, and, and just kind of talked about the best way to approach it going into my first spring training, and. You know, back then it was, it was. How was I going to make it as personal as as I could prior to kind of getting to know these players? You know, once spring training started, and um, the majority of the answers that I got were phone calls, not text messages, and go visit them. And uh, it made a lot of sense to me. And I feel like you know the development of you know interpersonal skills you know, are important, you know, if you give yourself the opportunity, like in almost any other uh, circumstance, you know, to to continue to build on that, you know, you get better at developing relationships. And and I feel like one of the, the, the best ways, you know, to really earn respect uh, is to get to know these players as people off the field, um, get to know their spouses, um, get to know, you know, their families. And and make the sacrifice, you know, and, and that means leaving my family to go see them in the winter and um, kind of establish new relationships with new players. You know, I got a chance to go eat breakfast with Zach Eflin a few weeks ago um, and, you know, just to kind of lay some things out and kind of, you know, get some get some groundwork, you know, with him and, and get a feel for who he is as a person and what's important to him. And um, I just felt like after the first year that I did it, it made even more of an impact than I would have expected. And uh, ever since then, uh, I've continued to do it. And 
the little disruption, obviously, um, pandemic year, lockout last year, wasn't capable of doing these things, but I picked back up this season. And um, I, I feel like, you know, it, it, it does a lot for the rapport um, uh, and, and, and the attempt to really start to build a good foundation of trust with the player, giving me the best chance to reach and connect them and, and help them with whatever information I might have. Well, once spring training started, I felt like I already had a head start, you know. And so that first year, I remember I went to see Blake Snell, um, Jalen Beeks, Hunter Wood, um, Matt Andrees, Jake Faria, and Nathan Avaldi. Nathan Avaldi was the only one out of that group that I didn't have familiarity with or had had the opportunity uh, to coach in the past. And... Um, but it didn't matter. I wasn't just going to go see Nate. You know, I was going into a new role alongside players that I had familiarity with, but it was a new role. And um, so coming into that spring training, you know, the purpose of these trips, and a lot of times they are later in January where these guys are starting to prep for spring training, starting to throw bullpens. Uh, for example, you know, a couple weeks ago I was out in Arizona and I got a chance to see uh, Pete Fairbanks throw a sideline on a Saturday. Uh, over a weekend, but I also saw uh, Garrett Cleffinger and, and Drew Rasmussen, but I had the opportunity to take uh, both of them to dinner and, and, and to lunch uh, and, you know, uh, with Helen and with Stevie. So it, it had nothing to do with necessarily going out there to, to check in on where they were, you know, from the, you know, the standpoint of the player. It was, it was just the personal side of it. And and when you get to spring training and, and you're trying to manage, it's, it's almost crisis management. There's a lot of different things that are going on, um, you know, but if you lay that foundation kind of early on about, you know, what this year looks like, here's some things, you know, player plan wise, here's some, you know, off-season focuses. But, hey, here's also, let's grab some lunch and let's talk about nothing baseball related. Um, let's just see how you guys are doing. You know, if somebody had moved, if there's a baby on the way, or you know, they've they've had a second child since the the winter had begun, or any of those things, that's important. And it, it was Mike Shashevsky, and I can't believe I'm a Carolina guy, and I'm quoting Mike Shashevsky, but I have a ton of respect for the guy. And he he talks about this, and he talks about the importance of getting to know you know the the, the player as people, you know, outside of you know the arena, or outside of you know the field, and and it, it, it really is, you know, um, one of the strongest, you know, ways that you can show um, a person respect when, when you recognize that, listen, th these, are, these are human beings playing a sport. Um, and I recognize that there's a lot of other things that go on in, in, in your lives outside of what everybody else simply sees. And um, I heeded his advice on some level as well as other people that I had some you know, some background with and that I trusted and had tons of respect for as a player. Um, and that's kind of where we are today. And um, so long as I do this job, uh, this will be something that'll, that'll certainly be a priority of mine in the offseason. Well, I, 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 I hope that it, it, you know, it shows them that I care about them and that, um, you know, the care and concern goes far beyond that of, you know, how successful they may be in a given start or a given relief appearance, um, uh, because I do, and and you know I uh, I also think that it helps create a warmth, you know, to to the environment, and 
it, it's 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 a tough job, you know. I mean, the microscope these guys are under is is far more significant than than anything that I experienced as a player, and uh, I want these guys to feel comfortable, and I, I want them to know that I, I care more about what they do, you know, between the lines, and um, I, I hope that would show that. And um, I have had, you know, particular players share with me that they hadn't had coaches, you know, come and visit them in the off season. This isn't necessarily me wanting to be different than everybody else. This is just something that I feel you know, carries a significant importance. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. If you're wondering how well this has worked, let's hear from three top starters and Tyler, Shane, and Drew as they outline what this personal touch has done for them. From like the second I got over here, I was like someone I trusted a lot. Um, I think just being in a, like a tall guy and just, I don't know, just knowing all the stuff he knows. And I think like just the amount that he really cares and like wants you to get better. I think he's just like such a perfectionist and he cares about your career just as much as you, and I just—he's just an awesome dude to have around. He's just easy to easy to trust, easy to listen to. He's definitely one of my good friends. Like he's just a dude that even if we didn't like talk about pitching, he wasn't my pitching coach. He's just someone you want to spend your time with, and I think that's probably the most important thing. Like as a coach, like I think the best thing about him and all the coaches here is like there is no like I'm I'm coach player relationship. It's like we are two people, and like I just think that comes with when you're confident about like knowing what you can do like as a coach he's confident he knows he's good so he doesn't have to be like this like you know like he doesn't have to like instill all this like hierarchy type stuff I guess I don't even know how to explain it but he's just he's like he's just a really good friend and happens to know like a ton about pitching so it's one of those things where you know the guy will go out of his way for you off the field and on the field and and, and the off the field stuff at 100% translates you know it's if Snide just telling me something I know it's he's looking out for me and uh, I know I should probably listen to it and try and do everything I can to make that happen. It, it's changed my career. Um, you know, my, my mechanics have, have changed so much, I feel like, since when I first came into the league in 2020. And, you know, Snides was instrumental in helping me clean it up, throw more strikes, you know, improving my stuff and, you know, kind of have, giving me a better understanding of the game. And I, I don't think I'd be here without Cal Snyder. I mean, I think he understands to get the best out of people, you got to build relationships. And so his ability to, you know, uh, care about you first as a human being and then second as a baseball player is, is uh, phenomenal. Uh, he, he's truly looking out for me as a person, and I know that, and I trust him, and, and he's been able to build that personal relationship. And then on top of it, it makes going to the field every day more enjoyable. It makes coming to the field and, and getting better easier. He's just, I mean, he's the best when it comes to, you know, helping explain the, the data and analytics side of baseball, but also putting it uh, into practice when you're on the mound and just giving you simple cues that can help you uh, uh, just figure out exactly what we're looking for on the mound. Uh, his, his ability to explain and, and just help guys develop is it's second to none, and it's just, you know, it's the best. This year, Kyle went to Washington State, going from one corner of the country to the other. 
And as he recalled, he's done that a number of times, covering plenty of miles with some support. I think I took three straight trips to see Blake Snell in Seattle. I know I did, actually, 18, 19, and 20. Um, so, um, you know, but yeah, Seattle uh, is definitely the furthest. Um, and then a lot of times I'm jamming them all in, in in a few days, you know, so that I can come back here and the guys that are local, like, you know, I mean, Tyler Glasnow and Shane McClanahan have been at the Trop along with Colin Poche, you know, most of this off season. So I've been able to see at least one, if not both of their sides per week and then find opportunities between those to go, you know, make some trips and, and, and see some guys. Um, but I have a very understanding wife. Um, Victoria has been um, through the ringer in terms of just the uh, the job as a player, you know, the transition into a coach throughout the minor leagues, and now, you know, um, uh, now that I'm a coach at the big league level, and, and she understands the commitment. Um, you know, it's a little bit of time away from her and Luke, uh, my six-year-old son, uh, but they also understand that it, it carries a great importance to me, and uh, getting to know these players as people is, you know, is part of kind of the fulfilling aspect of the job. Um, I want to develop deep, meaningful relationships to give myself the best opportunity to be able to reach the player. Um, and they, and, and she, she definitely realizes that, you know, that is something that, um, you know, I hold in, in, in high regard and, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very passionate about the job. Um, uh, maybe a little obsessive at times, but, you know, a lot of that obsession does uh, is is kind of really driven by the importance of establishing these relationships. And, um, you know, that way, if you do get to the point where you earn the respect and then the trust follows, you know, uh, the relationship is, you know, is strong enough and the depth of it is strong enough that it can bear the weight of truth. And, and that has to happen, right? I mean, we, I have to be able to share with these guys things that, they need to hear and that aren't always the easiest things to hear and um, you know with with that respect with that trust um, with that effort you know I, I think um, you know it, it helps in, in that regard and um, doesn't mean those conversations are they're easy <laughs> still but you know uh, I, I would hope that you know they would understand that it you know, if the care and concern was there to begin with, um, they know the care and concern is coming through that truth um, to, to be able to get them, um, you know, beyond a hurdle or, you know, to the next step in their careers. And um, it's generally, in, in my opinion at least, you know, uh, been received uh, better as a result. And these visits have clearly had an impact. And as Kyle shared in one visit, there's been some humor too. When I first visited Nathan Avaldi in 2018, I'd gotten in at like 4.30 in the morning and he was talking about meeting him at his, his workout facility at 5.30 in Houston. And um, I think that year I played catch with almost every guy that I got the opportunity to visit with um, and then followed with lunch or breakfast or whatever. Um, I, and I knew Nathan was, you know, kind of had one motor and, you know, it, it was like, you know, 12 cylinders all the time. And, you know, I remember 
playing catch with him in this really dimly lit facility and he's throwing like full effort uh, and I felt like I was on skates and needed new a new set of glasses after that but he and I still joke about that to this day um, uh, I was scared and um, but it was it was just one of those things that you know listen I'm, I'm gonna come here I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I said I'm gonna do regardless of the situation and you know, if, if I got to use the leather on my hand to, to protect myself and not necessarily always catch the ball, I'll do that. Um, you know, but, you know, nothing really out of the ordinary, you know, that, that's occurred on any of these trips, but just, um, just kind of the importance of, you know, again, making them and, and, and letting them know that uh, the care and concern definitely does uh, extend much beyond, you know, who they are as a player. It's clear how much Kyle cares about his guys, and that translates. In the offseason, he's spending time at Tropicana Field and going here, there, and everywhere. But he was quick to point out during this ride, he's not the only one. Uh, generally, you know, our athletic training staff's the hardest working department. Uh, they're always here right at the 1st of January. Uh, they make trips as well uh, to see certain guys that might have been injured in the previous season and kind of seeing how they're um, progressing you know but it gives me a chance to sit down and you know talk with Joe about kind of where some of the guys are when the offseason calls are made and um, you know they're always here so uh, that's a that's another benefit you know because a lot of what we're doing in spring training is trying to manage those first 10 days and give them an opportunity give the players the best opportunity to lay a proper foundation before we actually start to put load on them. So the more information that we have um, about where they are, uh, the better prepared we are to be able to manage the player. You know, it's just, a, it's all in the prep, just like a player. The more you're prepared as a coach, the more confidence you have. And with the groundwork laid this offseason by Kyle, baseball operations and the players, there's plenty of reasons to believe this will be another successful group on the mound in 2023. Thanks again to Kyle for his willingness to share behind the scenes, as well as Tyler, Shane, and Drew, and special thanks to Jacob Lovelace, Caitlin Young, and Creative Services for sharing the audio from the ride-along and for miking up the players after their bullpen sessions at Tropicana Field. Make sure to go to the Rays' social media channels and catch this video so you can see the pictures that amplify and add color to what you just heard. Thanks so much for listening, and we will talk with you soon.